Yo, what's up, everybody, my people, my people, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Radical Talks with Tia Darcel. And it's your girl, man, the one and only Tia Darcel. How's everybody doing? How's your Saturday going? I'm hoping and I'm praying that it's amazing and it's going just the way that you want it to go. Now, today, we're going to do things a little bit differently. I wanted to actually, you know, talk to you guys, give you guys a little information about who I am, what's my testimony, and everything that pretty much that got me to the place where I'm at today. But beforehand, I do want to preview some new music from my homeboy, Big Mike the Virgo, and it's featuring um Rock Jones and Axiom, their rendition of Lean On Me. So y'all go ahead, tune in, check it out, give us some feedback, and let them know what's happening with the record. Let's go. Lean on me. When you're not strong, cause I'll be your friend I'll help you carry on For it won't be long, cause I'm gonna need somebody to lean yeah. on lean Ever on since me. 2020 started, we all realized you better live your life cause we all gotta die It don't matter your title, how much money's in your pocket If it's your time to go, then you can't stop it This is a devastating time that we live in Coronavirus running rapid, when will it end? If you sneeze or cough in public, people looking at you funny Unemployment rates high, they really need their money Everyone is out here waiting for this stimulus check I'm still working every day, what did you expect? This is nothing new to me, I'm the CEO of Struggle I've been without before, you can call me a Bessie Being black in America, I got thick skin I had a fair share of losses, but even more wins Call on me and my brother, if I got it, then you got it Hand in hand, we'll come together, ain't no way you Lean can stop on it me. Yeah. When you're not strong, cause I'll be your friend I'll help you carry on for it won't be long Cause I'm gonna need somebody to lean on, lean on me Strong as an ox, I can put you on my back, yeah Times I was down, I ain't never going back though When I was on the ground, ain't nobody had my back yet That's what made me stronger, now I got your back, yeah Lean on me all the times they would sleep on me sleeping. You know I never sleep on beef I was never sleeping. Lean on me, wake up, you can eat on you me eat on Whenever me. I got enough, you gon' get your you piece get your Gotta piece. feed the fam, believe we can we Whenever can. you we see them down, please give a helping hand. hand I got close friends, close fam, and they all need me You know I ain't never got a problem with you leaning Trying to get a people something better to believe in You don't owe me nothing, but we can keep it even You don't owe me nothing We can make it even when you're not strong, cause I'll be your friend I'll help you carry on for it won't be long Cause I'm gonna need somebody to lean on, lean on me Oh me brother, if you need a hand We all need somebody to lean on I just might have a problem if you'll understand We all need somebody to lean on Lean on me We are not strong Cause I'll be your friend I'll help you carry on Yo, let's go man Shout out to my boy Big Mike the Virgo Featuring Rock Jones and Axiom Lean on me 
Yo, you guys got to add me on social media because I tag all the artists and the features, you know, in my promo. So my name on Instagram is Radical Talks with Tia Darcel, and my Facebook handle is going to be Radical Talks Tia Darcel. But if you want to go ahead and look my boy up on Facebook, um, his name is going to be Michael Anthony Evans. Shout out to y'all, bro. Appreciate you for sending that single in. Salute to you guys. Keep grinding. There's no limits. It ain't no ceiling up there. Let's get it. But uh, you guys, I wanted to, like I told y'all, do things a little bit different today. Of course, we're going to start off with a quick prayer. God, all of you and none of me, I ask that you increase in each and every way so that I may decrease. All is well and all will continue to be well. In Jesus' name, amen. So, man, me, Tia Darcel, how did I come upon this, this moment? How did I get to this place in life? What's my story? Like, it's so crazy because somebody just asked me, um, what's your story? I know you got a story. I've been wanting to reach out to you for so long. And somebody knew that just started following me on social media. And, um, so oh, man, do I have a story, man? But first of all, shout out to God. I wouldn't be where I am today without God. And I also took some questions. I got a few Q and a, uh, questions. Some people did respond to me and shout out to everybody that sent in a question. And I even pulled up some older questions that people had asked me along the way. So first and foremost, um, a little bit about me. Um, I'm actually 35. And I'll be 36 this year. I'll give y'all a quick bio. Um, I have a daughter who's 19. Um, I went to college. I graduated uh, with my bachelor's in communications. Um, I was in the United States Navy. Who y'all? You know what I'm saying? I was in the supply department of logistics specialist. I got out when I was a second class petty officer. Um, I am a master barber stylist. Um, when I got out of the military, I went to barber school and I got my license. And um, I love God. <laughs> like, it's real simple, but my story is kind of long and, com- and, and and complicated, you know. But I'm going to give you the gist of it, and then we're going to get into these questions. But uh, moral of the story is um, I lived a lesbian lifestyle for about 15 years, um, in and out, on and off. And in between time, I was trying to do the right thing, trying to do what I thought God wanted me to do. I dated some guys in between. Um, I did a lot of did a lot of bad things. Um, I did a lot of drinking, did a lot of smoking, did a lot of drugs, anything you could think of, you name it. Um, I was just lost, lost, confused, out here wilding in the streets, as I like to say. Um, I did a, I did a lot of things that, that were definitely not pleasing to God. But I'm so glad that God waited on me. I'm so glad that God loved me enough, you know, that he decided that uh, he would reach down and grab me out of the darkness that I was in. You get me? So it's like I was completely bound to the lifestyle. I, I actually had no idea who I was. I really thought that the person that I was portraying was the woman of God, you know, that he created me to be. I really was out here believing that I am gay. I mean, it's just how I am. God love God knows that I'm this way. God doesn't care that I'm gay. And, I, and my favorite line was, you know, ain't no sin bigger than the next. So don't put your mouth on me. Don't judge me, which is just me being defensive at the time, you know. And it's just like um, uh, God knows my heart. Oh, my God. I ran that in the ground, y'all. When I tell you I ran that in the ground, that's how I was able to be successful in my mind for 15 years of doing that lifestyle because of the, the, the thing that I said the most. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I got a bottle of water with y'all today. Y'all not about to have me up here um, thirsty. <laughs> but, now nah, I ran that in the ground so much, like God knows my heart. When in reality, it never sat well with my spirit because I kept trying to, you know, leave the lifestyle. But I was hooked. Like, I was in that thing, you know, because growing up, 
um i had like a kind of like a dysfunctional dysfunctional lifestyle growing up and it is what it is at this point and, and i'm speaking out about everything that i've gone through in hopes that it could free somebody else up you know i'm not embarrassed i'm not ashamed i used to be embarrassed and i used to be ashamed but i realized that's what the devil wanted you know because i now now that i know how much god loves me there's nothing nobody could do that could send me back to that bondage you know i thank god that i am free i do have liberty now and i'm and i am so glad about it but growing up like my parents fought a lot, you know, it was a lot of drugs in the household, a lot of drama, you know, a lot of, a lot of hate. It wasn't a lot of love. Um, it wasn't a lot of, Hey, you know, you guys are be- you're beautiful. You're handsome. I have a brother, you know, shout out to my brother. And, um, it's just crazy. And I also have a sister, uh, shout out to my sister. But, um, I grew up in a family where, you know, it was a lot of outside people, a lot of outside women. My daddy was a gambler, you know, you know, like I said, a lot of drugs and alcohol in the house. So I ended up probably like when I was nine or 10, I had a female uh, family member who actually uh, molested me, so to speak. Um, and it took me just like maybe a couple of years ago when I first realized that it's like I had put it so far to the back of my mind that I, I really forgot about it. And that's in all honesty. And um, it took me a long time to forgive that person. And now, like I say, one of my sons, I even pray for that person now. You know, it's no need to name drop because it is what it is. And I still pray that that, you know, they have total deliverance because in reality, uh, people only do what they've been taught to do or people only do what they know or people only do what's been done to them. You get what I'm saying? So who am I now that I'm a mature Christian? Who am I to put my mouth on that person's situation and to, you know, speak on what they might have gone through, you know, because hurt people hurt people. So I've actually forgiven that person. I'm not holding on to it. It's not no, oh, I forgive you, but I won't forget you. No, it's just done because the longer I held on to that situation, the more trapped I was, the more bondaged I was. So it's kind of like when I chose that lifestyle, I didn't even realize that the enemy had already planted the seed when I was a little girl. And then two two people that I really cared about at the time when I was growing up, like they ended up hurting hurting me really bad. Like So by the time I got to college, it was just like, you know what? I don't have that kind of time. So so I ended up talking to this female that I worked with. She was my first girlfriend at the time, and that was on and off for over a decade. It's just it's just so much, y'all. And in the midst of it, like I said, I was trying to get out. I wanted to get out. I talked to some guys in between, but it had a hold on me, man. That stronghold was so serious. There was nothing I could do. I always got pulled back in, but God. But the deliverance process with me was not only about the lifestyle. I stopped smoking. I stopped drinking. You know, I actually completely turned my life around, and I'm living my life every day for God. One day I woke up, I was actually engaged to my last girlfriend to be married. That's how deep it was. And I guess God was like, you know, enough is enough. So I need you to uh, choose me. Like, I'm going to give you this option. You know, it's like, okay, I've been waiting on you for this long. So what you going to do? So, y'all, I mean, I had, I told my girlfriend at the time, I woke up one morning and I was like, yo, I don't want to be, I don't think I want to be gay no more. I don't want to be gay no more. Like, at this point, it was, like, 15, 15 years in, y'all. <laughs> I hadn't had enough. But, you know, I lost a lot of people. I'm not going to say I lost them in a, in a sense um, because, you know, the memories are always going to exist, the positive ones. But when I say lost, I lost a lot of contact with a lot of people that I thought was always going to be there for me, you know. But, but God, that's why I thank God right now for Kingdom Connections and everything that he's doing. I know that it is divinely orchestrated. You know, so now I've come across some people that truly have my best interests at heart. I've come across 
saw some people that I know truly love me, people that I've never even met before, show me so much genuine support. And this was before the show. So I'm grateful for that, you know. So I know that there's nothing that God can't do. And there's nothing that God won't do. And I know that God is able to do anything when when the word of God say he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly all above all that you can ask or imagine. Oh, that's true. That is so true. I'm, I am a witness. It is true. I can't even tell you all the stuff that I know. I could have been dead right now. All the nights waking up, turning up, doing this, popping that, not even knowing how you got home, not even knowing how you waking up where you at. That was my life. You know what I'm saying? This girl, that girl, this guy, that guy. Like, you name it. I really mean it. And it's just like, man, if God can use me, and man, God can use anybody. Let me see. If God can use me, God can use anybody. And it's just like, I'm so grateful that he took his time, you know, to wait on me because he didn't have to, because everybody know what you want to do for the kingdom. God will go find a willing vessel that will you get me. But now that I'm in this position and I understand how much God loves me, which allowed me to fall in love with myself. You get what I'm saying? So now it's a whole lot easier for me to walk this walk. It's not it's not the easiest walk in the world because there's so many trials and tribulations and tests that come my way. But I know that I have a told y'all a full-grown jesus living on the inside of me i seek the holy spirit i seek his face you know so those are the things that kind of keep me grounded the word of god i trust the word of god i trust in god i believe what he says and i have faith to believe that he's gonna do just what he said and the only way that i'm gonna know what he said is by reading the word but yeah that's 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 enough about me (laughs) it's a book coming one day check it out let me pull up these questions though so i can actually um ask them Hold on, guys. I'm pulling them up right now. One thing God didn't give me, y'all, was a voice to sing. Now, if he would have, oh, the industry would be on lock right now. <laughs> it would be on lockdown right now. All right, so the first question. Well, it's kind of like a dual question. I got time for it because uh, I got, what, five questions. How did you just stop being with females, and how did you start actually liking guys again? And these are anonymous questions, so... Um, the question again was, how did you just stop being with females and how did you start actually liking guys again? So first part, how did I just stop being with females? Oh man, it was, I had to make a choice. It wasn't easy because my eyes was used to looking at a certain thing. Every time I seen a woman, my, my mind was used to thinking certain thoughts. Every time I seen a woman, I'm not going to lie to you and say automatically that same day that I woke up, I stopped looking at women. That would be a lie. You get what I'm saying? Because, um, you, like I said, you don't suddenly get blind just because you take your relationship with Christ serious. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. If you think that would happen then somebody, I have feeding you some lies because we are still human. You have to choose to do the right things. You have to choose to put your mind on other thing that's just like the word of god says you got to renew your mind like every day so i had to continuously tell myself here old things have passed away you are not a new creation like that don't even matter i am free you know what i'm saying the lesbianism cannot hold me any longer i'm no longer bound like i literally had to keep telling myself these things over and over and over and over again it wasn't a joke it was something that i had to do all throughout my day you get what i'm saying so it was a process. It, it didn't just happen overnight. And I'm not even going to tell you that the day, the day, that day when I woke up and said I didn't want to do it no more, I was never I was never with my ex-girlfriend again because that would be a lie. It was a process. You get what I'm saying? But it's been, what, almost a year and a half, two years now? 
So to God be the glory. So it doesn't matter the fact of how deep you were in something. Once you realize who God is to you and who you are to God, you have to make a conscious effort to stop doing something. You can do it. We can do anything. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's in there. So don't ever let nobody tell you that just because you fall, you can't get back up stronger than ever before. That's the whole point of grace. That's the whole point of believing in God and having faith because God's grace is sufficient. That's the whole idea. You have to get up and start all over again. Just like on Friday, you you live to fight another day. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference between conviction and condemnation. God doesn't condemn us. That is of the enemy. You know, God convicts us. The Holy Spirit convicts us. All right, now, you know you're wrong. You know you shouldn't be looking at that woman like that. Chill out. Stop it. Change your head. Think about something else. And then now if you choose to continue to keep looking, <laughs> now that's on you. But but you got to make a choice. Life is about choices. That's one thing God gave us. He gave us free will. And he wants us to choose him. So that's where it starts at. It starts at choosing God. And no matter how many times you fail, keep going back to God. God is your go-to each and every time not man yes it is amazing to have accountability partners but put all of your faith and your trust in god okay question number two and how did you start actually liking guys again now see that one right there y'all that one was a tricky one for me because it was never about liking guys for me i didn't want to not be gay so i could be with a man you get what i'm saying not this last time now while i was in it those 15 years when i was doing that dibbing and dabbing absolutely i thought the enemy had me thinking the only way that i can free myself from this lifestyle is get a man but not knowing you're going from one one type of sin to the next you're going from one type of perversion to the next you leaving having sexual relationships with a female but now you're out here doing something different it's the same category sin is sin there's no sin that's higher than the other one technically we like to put them in categories but sin is sin you know sinning is missing the mark that's exactly what it is you're missing the mark of what jesus put us here for period so what i had to do i just had to start asking god to shape my desires i had to start praying oh god fervently praying and asking God to mold me into the woman of God that he created me to be I asked God to shape me from the inside out clean me up from the inside out because I was what people like to call a stud in the relationship I didn't classify myself as that you know I always said that I was uncategorical because I was still I still knew that I was one I was a woman I never wanted to be a man you get what I'm saying so I always wanted to try to differentiate between the two but it's all in the same category if you want to be realistic so I had a lot of tendencies I had a lot of male thought processes and I played a lot of games as you know they say that males do quote unquote so I had to ask God to help me change my mindset because I knew that in order for me to actually like a man eventually it had to be nobody but God <laughs> it had to be nobody but God and then slowly my desire started to change over the time frame you get what I'm saying as time passed my desires began to shift and I caught myself saying oh he fine fine you get what I'm saying and oh but now I'm also out here this whole process I'm wanting to godly date I don't want to go back into the lifestyle I don't want to go from one type of sin to the next so I'm not having premarital sex I agreed upon celibacy you know I made a pact with myself that I wasn't going to have sex till I got married so I knew looking 
You know what I'm saying? I had to set my boundaries. I had to set my non-negotiables. I had to do all of that because I'm already wide open because, you know, I've left this one lifestyle. And, you know, in the Bible, it says when it, when it, when a demon leaves and if you leave that space vacant, it comes back seven times struggles with seven more demons. You get what I'm saying? And that, that wasn't nothing but a demon that had me bound. That whole lifestyle to me and, and according to the word of God, and that's what I base my life upon now, the word of God. I'm free now so I can actually speak. I know God did not deliver me from something for me to not go back and tell the truth about who God is and what he brought me from you get what I'm saying so in order to actually start liking God I just had to ask God to clean me up from the inside out and shake my desires and and, and you know help me to tap into my femininity you know what I'm saying help me to be that woman that he created me to be because I've always been girly low-key people just never knew it. you had to be close to me to know it you get me so that's pretty much what it is it wasn't anything that I had to do besides keep my mind stayed on God and he did the rest okay Next question was, how do I maintain my celibacy? <laughs> Woo, that's a good one. I maintain personally my celibacy because I stay in my word. I'm honest with myself if I have a moment when I'm thinking about it or when I'm slipping or when, when I'm slipping, meaning my thought process, because I'm, I'm not in a relationship. I'm single, so I'm, I'm not doing anything anyway. So the point is, I actually know that I have to keep my mind on God. I have to keep my mind in the word of God. I have to constantly renew myself, build myself up, speak life over myself. And I have to make a conscious decision to not think about sex to not to not think about pornography to not think about you know anything it, it's just it's just anything that would trigger me you have to know your triggers especially when you're trying to walk walk this life with God you got to know like a lot of people don't want to touch on it don't want to talk about it but you have to know if you know that this type of person is what would get you there or take you there and you might slip and fall stay away you know what I mean you have to choose these things like I said it's all about choices God wants us to choose him so this is what we have to do and it's based on where we're at with our relationship with him because he's not going to he's not going to make us do anything you know we have to choose all right I got another one it says I can't read the bible and understand it how do you do it yeah, because I love the Bible. Now, the first time I read the Bible all the way through and I had no idea what I read. I just wanted to say that I read the Bible, you know, because I thought it was the right thing to do. You're a new Christian, man. Read your Bible. Now, totally different. I read my Bible and I actually ask God before I read it, God, give me a new revelation. When I'm reading your word, God, I need to understand your word. Show me how I can apply what I'm reading in my, excuse me, in my day-to-day life so that I can feed your people. Lord God, let me understand what it is that I'm reading and show me how it relates to my day-to-day life. Show me how it relates to what's going on in this world. God, I need your help. I can't do this without you. I don't understand this, but I know if I, if I lean and depend on you in this particular area I know that you will help guide me and see me through but without you I can't do it it's like gibberish to me now one of the biggest things though I read the NLT the New Living Translation now things I read in the King James Bible you know I read the gospel in the King James and I come back around I read it in the NLT but you can also read it which is the New Living Translation you can also read it in the Message Bible or the Amplified Bible those ones they break it down you know more modern days so we can actually understand what's being said so don't try to read it all at one time i would normally recommend that you start reading in the gospels which is on matthew mark luke and john and what that is and that's the time frame when jesus actually walked the earth so i recommend you know to start there if you do want to start reading the bible it's, it's a lot easier to start there so you'll actually know what happened while he was here then you can go you know pick another area to start on and always always um try to if you can use the bible app 
it's really helpful. You know, it breaks it down and then it gives you a certain Bible plans where you can read the Bible after so many days throughout the year. It's really helpful. I started in the Bible app. Um, last question. Do you miss the life you had before you took your walk with Christ serious? Absolutely not. I can honestly say that I do not. Um, if I told you that I did, I'd be lying to you. Now, before I gave up my life, I was scared. I'm like, man, I'm living my best life. Like me and my ex, we went to church. We prayed together. Like our kids, like we raised our kids together for almost five years. Well, three and a half, well, four years. We raised our kids together for a long time. Our kids love each other. They call each other brother and sister. So I'm like, bro, I'm giving up my entire life for this. Oh, this better be good. Oh, this better be good. (laughs) <laughs> and my first thing was though yo god you talking about not being gay no more that mean i gotta have a man you better send me a man that would treat me the way i would treat the women that i was with oh i was oh my god i was so deep on that y'all it's ridiculous but then when i got over here you know what i'm saying i started to take my walk serious i realized that if you just trust god and you love on god and you focus on him everything else gonna fall in line and you got to try to contain your flesh. You got to try to keep your flesh in alignment with the will of God. You can't let your flesh just do what your flesh wants to do. Because the word of God says that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Because it is. You know what I'm saying? Our soul is made of our mind, our will, and our emotion. And all of those things are the things that the devil toys with to try to take us outside of the divine will and purpose that God has for our lives. But today we bind it up. We speak the devil is a lie. We will live and not die because we are a part of the kingdom. We are a part of a royal priesthood. We are God's beloved. You get what I'm saying? There is nothing that we could ever do that will make God stop loving us or love us any less. Whether it's a lifestyle, whether it's a drug addiction pornography addiction a sex addiction it doesn't matter be who god called you to be walk out your deliverance because the enemy is going to make you feel embarrassed the enemy is going to make you feel ashamed nobody's going to understand you and everybody from your past is going to judge you it's so many people from our past now they speaking out oh now all of a sudden you ain't getting no more you got so much bad stuff to say about the lifestyle no 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 no. it's not even that sweetheart um it what it is is I know who God is and I know who God called me to be. Now I was lost, busted and disgusted. That wasn't even who God called me to be. I wasn't even myself then. So I was, oh my God, I can't even think of the adjectives to describe it. I was just lost. You get what I'm saying? So now absolutely I'm going to speak out against the darkness. Absolutely I'm going to speak out. I'm never going to judge anybody. I still talk to so many people from the lifestyle and I still motivate them. They respect my position in life, you know, and they we act and treat each other accordingly and I can respect that. It's not about judging anybody. Who am I to judge anybody? God changed my lifestyle around. There's probably nobody out there that can say that they've done all the bad stuff that I've done and here I am today standing before you trying to teach and preach what does save the lord you get what i'm saying it's not that i'm better than you i just chose god that doesn't make me better than you that means that i believe in his word i believe that he is my father you know what i'm saying i believe that that god sent his son jesus to die for my sins i was knee deep in sin at that time god delivered me so absolutely i'm on this walk i'm in this for life (laughs) for god i live and for god i die that's that's not just a saying for me i do this because i love god you know what i'm saying because he loved me first and i genuinely am willing to go to war with the kingdom of darkness for my god it doesn't matter if i'm going up against my old lifestyle i don't care 
I take Jesus with me. So it's not even about that. I want people to understand that when you try to come out of something, when God is bringing you out of something, there's going to be so much resistance. The enemy is going to try so hard. And a lot of the time he uses the people that you love. It's so many people that I love. Oh, my God. Y'all, when I love, I love heart. It's so many people that I love that I haven't even spoken to and it hurt for a very long time but I realized if it's meant for them to go with me to my next God's gonna make that happen if they're connected to the anointing and favor of God that's on my life and God knows that those people need to be delivered through my obedience it's gonna happen it doesn't matter how long it takes and I'm patient I'm obedient and I know that my obedience is gonna set a lot of people free that's why I love y'all man and I'm here and I'm here really for real and I'm saying that I love y'all and I mean that so I hope y'all enjoy learning a little bit about me and my journey, man. I love y'all for real, the right way, the wrong way, the long way, the strong way. And you just tuned in to another episode of Radical Talks with Tia Darcell. And I'm out.